What is going on, everybody? Welcome to Kessel Run Radio, the fastest Star Wars show in the galaxy. My name is Noah Outlaw. I'm your host, as always, and thank you so much for tuning in today's, into today's episode. Uh, I am joined by my good friend, Corey Van Dyke. What's going on, man? Dude, what's going on? We got such a packed show tonight. Like, we have so much, we have so much to talk about. Yeah, no, it, 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 it's just, we kind of went from a very, very heavy news week last week with all the Mandalorian stuff, to this week we have... A few things to talk about. Like it, it, it was more of a slow news week. Um, but all right, before we get into the show, I just want to thank everybody who has come over here from Den of Nerds today. We did a, a podcast over there talking about the Rebel sequel. And if you're watching from uh, from Den of Nerds, thank you so much for tuning in. And uh, that was a lot of fun. Josh is a really cool guy, and I hope we get to we'll go back on there soon. I think we will. I think he's going to come on our show as well. Um, that was a lot of fun. So if you're here from if you're from here, if you're here from over there, thanks a lot for tuning in. Uh, all right, guys. Well, let's just get into today's show. So here's the thing. I made the, I started writing the show notes a few days ago. And so <laughs> the first topic, <laughs> we're going to make one, uh, something that should be one topic, two topics. Uh, the first topic is Timothy Oliphant has been cast in The Mandalorian Season 2. Um, that came from Slash Film, I believe. Who was that? No, it was The Hollywood Reporter. That was The Hollywood Reporter. Uh, and Corey, what are your thoughts on Timothy Oliphant joining the cast of The Mandalorian? So I'll be honest, dude, I don't know who he is. <laughs> like I Wow, okay. <laughs> when it came out, I was like, okay, cowboy-looking guy. All right, okay, cool. Yeah. That was about it. No, he Timothy Oliphant, is a, he's a fantastic actor. He's super underrated. Um, and I believe he's on the show Justified. I think that's the name of the show. And he plays like this cowboy type, which you know, was something we were going to talk about later in the show that kind of makes sense why they may have casted him. Uh, and he's, he's, you know, he's just a super talented actor. He was recently in uh, one of my favorite movies of last year, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, he, you know, oh, okay. Yeah, he was, he was, you've seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, mm-hmm. right? You yeah, know yeah. Um, that when Rick Dalton is doing that Western show, he's yeah. like the guy, he sits across the table from him. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? So he, and he's like, he's the co-star and he rides away on the motorcycle. You know okay. what I'm talking about? Yeah, he was. He wasn't in a lot. Of, it was no, no, no. He was. He wasn't in it very smash. much. Yeah, no. But okay. he's in a bunch of stuff. Also, um, Santa Clarita Diet is that the name of that show? Yeah, uh, I've heard of that. Yeah, he's also in that, and that show is really funny. I've seen a few episodes of that. I love Timothy Elephant. I love this casting, and he does pull off the uh, cowboy gunslinger role pretty well. Um, because I've seen some episodes of that show. I don't know. I think it's called Justified. I should be mm. googling this right now, but be honest i don't i don't really feel like it um <laughs> <laughs> nice uh but the thing is no he, he's a fantastic actor and i love Tim the old fan and i'm really excited to have him uh in the mandalorian um and cory don't know who he is so i guess we'll just move <laughs> on to the next topic this is probably the quickest jump to the next topic because the reason we're doing that is because we can go way more in depth on this because today slash film announced that or, or reported i should say that Timothy Oliphant's character uh, will don the Boba Fett armor, which yeah. is very interesting. And a lot of people have actually speculated about that happening. The other when it got when when it got announced that he was in the show, a lot of people said that he could possibly be playing Cobb Vant. Who Cobb Vant is a guy who in the aftermath series, uh, the first book that Chuck Wendig wrote, uh, Cobb Vant was a guy who was he used to be a slave and he was on Tatooine and he long story short he made a deal with some jawas uh to who found boba fett's armor outside the sarlacc pit basically made a deal with them so he could take the armor and he started wearing the armor and he was like a self-proclaimed sheriff of freetown 
which was this little settlement on Tatooine post Return of the Jedi. Uh, oh, yeah. And so Cobb Vanth is a pretty cool character, uh, and and it's not one hundred percent that it's Boba Fett's armor, uh, but it's it's green Mandalorian armor found outside the Sarlacc pit on Tatooine. It's fairly obvious that it's Boba Fett. So, Corey, what are your thoughts on Timothy Oliphant possibly playing Cobb Vanth in this series? So that must have been the character that's walking up to Finnick Sean. That, yes. that kind of makes sense. That would yeah. be him if he's like a sheriff. He mm-hmm. would have to investigate things like that, right? Right, right. Um, that's cool. I mean, I think this is going to be a very similar story to a legend story we got of a character called Jodo Cast, mm-hmm. who also... Well, Jodo Cast in Legends was impersonating Boba Fett. Um, oh, yeah. And Boba Fett got wind of this and shot him. So I'm thinking yeah. that what's going to happen is Boba is going to get alerted to this at some point. Who knows what's happened to Boba? It's more Morrison's Boba. Um, and he's probably going to end up getting out of whatever mess he's in and finding uh, this guy that I don't remember his name. And uh, he's probably going to shoot him. Yeah, so, Cobb Vanth. He has an interesting Cobb Vanth, name. okay. Vanth, uh, it's V-A-N-T-H, Cobb Vanth. Okay. I think, so do you, after hearing all of that and hearing that Timothy Oliphant is going to wear Boba Fett's armor, you, you, or you assume that he's playing Cobb Vanth, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, that makes the most sense. Yeah, um, I, I, I love, and, and let me tell you why, I love this for so many reasons. Yeah. Uh, I love this because... I love Timothy Oliphant. I like like we just talked about. I think he's a fantastic actor. Uh, love him, uh, and I'm so I was so happy that he was going to be in Star Wars in any which way. Um, and the thing is, it's funny because it, when this got announced that he was going to be in it, I tweeted out a thing. I tweeted out a tweet. I said, uh, "Who do we think Timothy Oliphant's going to be playing?" Blah blah blah. And I got a lot of responses saying Cobb Vanth, Cobb Vanth, Cobb Vanth. And I was really like, that'd be yeah. And I was like that'd be interesting. And a lot of people huh. were like predicting this. And then it's like, that's kind of one of the few things where speculation has been like, oh yeah, that did happen. Like that, that actually turned out to be true, especially something as deep of a cut as Cobb Vanth. Yeah, right. Exactly. Because yeah. that's, that's a book character. So that's right. Kind of... And so I love, and I've talked about this, I talked about this last week. I love connective tissue yes. between comics, novels, TV shows, and movies. Yeah. And I love that there's a character that Chuck Wendig came up with back in 2015. Uh, what did you say? Sorry, what was it? Jodo Cast? Is that what it was? Jodo Cast. Jodo Cast. Yeah, he was a, a Legends. Legends character. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, I mean, Chuck Wendig probably based this character on Jodo Cast. Um, but the thing, the thing is, there's also a podcast named Jodo Cast. Uh, really? And, yeah. And so it makes a lot of sense. I never knew why they called it that. Mm-hmm. Uh, look at me. Look at me being not a <laughs> Figuring it out. <laughs> um, and the thing is, so I just love that this character that was in Chuck Wendig's book back in 2015 is going to show up in The Mandalorian Season 2. Yeah, that's cool. And they're doing a lot of that. They're doing that with Rebels and Clone Wars, obviously, with Sabine showing up, Ahsoka, Rex, uh, Bo-Katan, all those people. Like, it's that, it, I love that they're doing that. It means yeah, a lot. I, I think it's going to mean a lot to the fans uh, of the books and the fans of even the comics and the, and the, and, and, and the, the TV shows knowing that one day, you know, their 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 favorite character from what any of those mediums can show up in yeah. a live action uh, series or movie or something like that. So I, I love this, and I cannot wait to see the inevitable scene. And it's funny because I was wondering this when you mentioned Jodacast, how Boba Fett found yeah. out there is 
going to be a scene where Tamora Morrison is playing Boba Fett on without his armor and goes and, and hears about this and goes and has a, you know, like a, like an old West, you know, kind of like, you know, showdown with, with this guy who's wearing his armor. He's like, Hey, I want my armor back. And, 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 and you would assume Boba Fett will probably kill Cobb Vant, which actually makes sense because there yeah. was a, there was a report that said that, uh, Boba Fett's going to have a larger role in season three of the Mandalorian. Hmm. So maybe he shows up later. Maybe we have some time with Cobb Vanth and Mandalorian's like, are you Boba Fett? And he's like, "Mm, funny story. Uh, No. So do you think this might be like a side quest type of episode where the Mandalorian, like Din Djarin isn't even in it. And it's just like about the events of what happened between Boba Fett. You know, I don't know. It could be, but I hope not. I don't think there should be a single episode of The Mandalorian where The Mandalorian yeah. isn't in it. I actually you know take that I mean? back because the reason I say that is he's definitely going to be in it. There was a leak a couple of days ago of some Funko Pops coming out. Mm-hmm. And one of them is The Mandalorian riding on a Bantha. A Bantha, right. Yeah. Which is only a Tatooine. Yeah. So It'll be interesting to see how they get, how The Mandalorian, how and why The Mandalorian goes back to Tatooine, how he runs into Cobb, how he runs into Boba and how that's going to go down. Um, really interested to see how it plays out. Um, yeah. But now I'm excited. And I'm also excited that hopefully somehow uh, Finnick Shan could come back because I think her character was killed way too soon. Yeah, they, there was definitely an insinuation from Ming-Na Wen who plays Finnick yeah. Shan that like she had a larger role than what we saw. Yeah. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if she is still alive somehow. Yeah. yeah, she might have already had, like when she shot that episode, she might have already even shot the rest of the scenes yeah. with her in it. And they were just like, but it's going to be in season two. But that's probably why she was like, I'm in Mandalorian a lot. You know what right. I mean? Like, yeah. 100%. Uh, but, this, but now, but right now we're like, okay, you were in like, she probably had a, a solid eight minutes of screen time. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. It was a right. bummer Cause I, I was super excited. They, they, they'd kind of talked about Phoenix Shand a lot in like marketing and EW did a whole spread about her before Mandalorian, Mandalorian season one even came out so it would make sense that she'd have a bigger role in season two and i hope so um but yeah any final thoughts on cob vance cob vance cob vance <laughs> being in mandalorian season two it's just cool that they're um you know doing that connectivity i think that that's very smart and it's like you said it's a great way to tie everything together and just make it more of a cohesive storyline i think kind of like josh was telling us earlier on um uh den of nerds how yeah. You know, it's, uh, I was just going to say Den of Geek. I don't know if that's the thing. <laughs> or the same thing um, that, uh, you know, they're trying to do an MCU approach to things. Yeah. And I think that that is sort of what they're doing by bridging things together. Um, yeah. So I'm glad that it's feeling more like a cohesive storyline. So I'm excited for it. Yeah. No, I, I'm super excited to see where they go. Just and... as long, real yeah. quick, just as long as this guy doesn't become Boba Fett. Like, like that's my yeah. only thing is I don't, I'm hoping yeah. that this isn't something where we see a flashback of Tamora Morrison and that's all we get of him from mm. Boba. I don't think there's no way they would no do way. that. No way. No way. Especially with that report. I saw that Boba Fett will have a bigger role in season three, which I don't know if that is, I don't remember who it wasn't from someone super reputable, but, okay. but, but, you know, I've kind of like, so I'll take it with a grain of salt, but I'm not going to say it's completely wrong because yeah. people say the same thing about us and we know we're right. You know what I mean? So I'm just going to, yeah. so, you know, who knows at this point, but uh, you know, we'll see. And I hope, I hope he does have a bigger role because I, I, I look, here's the thing. I don't think Boba Fett is 
all that cool uh, yet. Yeah. Uh, people overhype him, but I want the Mandalorian to show me. Oh no, he is. He is cool. He's. I think Boba's best stuff is in the Clone Wars. Just like getting, yeah. spending time with him and yeah. as an actual like human being rather than yeah someone who we just really don't get any context yeah. for. Yeah, which I like Boba in the Clone Wars. I have seen his his most of his episodes. Uh, and the thing is, is and I, I do, but I, but also I still don't, I want to see him like more. Is the badass bounty yeah, hunter. Right. That, yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. And so okay. I think, and I think that's what we'll get with, uh, with him in the Mandalorian. So yeah. fingers crossed that it, that it works out and it, 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 it's as cool as it sounds, um, on screen. And, and, you know, I, I'm happy that I'm just happy that they're bringing some of these characters from the novels into live action. And getting Timothy Oliphant to play him. Like, that's badass, man. So, all right. Well, let's move on to the next topic. Uh, There was a report um, from someone. It was like a dude from a Facebook page. And and here's the uh, the thing is, the the, the Facebook post itself was not not very reputable. Um, But then I showed Corey and and we both kind of, Corey told me that, no, it's actually Thrawn. The the oh, report yeah. the the report was that the Thrawn's going to make his live action debut uh, yeah. sometime soon, and I was talking to Corey and he's like, no, I actually did hear that that that's actually going to be the case. So that gave it more repute, uh, more made it more reputable for me personally. Um, so Corey, what do you think about Thrawn making his live action debut soon? Yeah, I've just seen some like like you know rumors about it here and there from some yeah. credible people. So right. I kind of think that. Uh, it's kind of inevitable. Yeah, I, I genuinely am starting to think that many characters that we didn't think would ever make the jump to live action are going to start to do it hardcore. Yeah, because yeah. why not? Yeah. Um, and so Thrawn obviously kind of makes sense to do that at some point. Yeah. Um, but I mean, that's yeah. I I'd, I'd be down for that. I just wonder who they'd cast. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Casting and also, um, what sh- what you know, what property. What 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 property do you think he'll show up in the Cassian series? Is is a pro? I mean, it's a it's a possible Mandalorian. Uh, maybe who knows? There's a lot of the Ahsoka live action series that's been reported. Cassian, I think, is the most likely. Yeah, yeah, I think that would make the most sense uh, for sure, and I think that'd be so great seeing him live action. Uh, Thrawn is obviously a great character in the star Wars universe. Uh, and he was brought first off. He was, he was originally legends then brought to rebels uh, and then made Canon and, and, and obviously animated. So it'll be cool to make, make him make that, see him make that full jump to live action. And I'm with you. I don't know who they cast uh, as uh, yeah, as Thrawn thing is who was that actor? I, I don't From know. Celebration. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Pierce I Brosnan. don't know. Pierce Brosnan okay, yeah. was who it was. They had him up on, like, they based Thrawn's look mm. off Pierce Brosnan um, at, at, on the celebration art banner they had up. Um, yeah. So, I'm, does that mean they have Pierce Brosnan, you know, contracted to play Thrawn? Probably not. Right. But I don't think it's a bad option to play Thrawn. Um, I think it'd be pretty cool. And it would also, it would, you know, it would, it has some connective tissue with, uh, you know, celebration art banners. So yeah, that'd be pretty cool. (laughs) That's funny. It's the connective tissue for Thrawn. It's the art banner for celebration. (laughs) Right. So if you, but if if it's not Pierce Brosnan, uh, who would you have play Thrawn? You think, if you can think of anybody off the top of your head, because this whole casting game, 
we'll kind of well, we're gonna get into why that not more get, later. You know, why not get Lars Mickelson to do it? He can do live action. Yeah, throwing. that's true. That is very I mean, true. He can still do it, or or even, I mean, I know it'd be kind of weird since he already has a role, but um, Mads Mickelson. I mean, I know he's yeah. Galen Urso, but it can yeah, be a little that's trickery. true. That's true. I'd be also. I, I like the Lars Mickelson casting. Um, you know, and even though I don't think they should do Mads, like you said, just because he is yeah, Galen or so, mm-hmm. but keep it in the family. You know what I mean? Keep it in the family. Keep keep make the Mickelson family in Star Wars, kind of like uh, kind of like you and McGregor and uh, what's what's Wedge's name? Oh, uh, Dennis Lawson. Dennis Lawson. Yeah. I yeah. Well, I mean, Lars voices him in Rebels, so it yeah. makes sense for yeah. him to. Yeah, and he looks like he could definitely. Yeah, he looks like too. he could pull it off for sure. So yeah, that that would be nice. That'd be nice. Um, but I'm excited to see Thrawn in live action. I think it would be uh, it'd be really cool to see. And in the Cassian series, if he was like the mo- more like one of the like the main villain in the Cassian series, that would be nice. That would be really that, really yeah. cool. That, would, yeah. that actually, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, what do you guys think of that? Who do you think should play live action Thrawn? Are you excited to see him show up in live action? Let us know down in the comments below. That's the question for today. Uh, moving on to the next topic. The Mandalorian documentary episode three came out and yes. this one was all about the cast and it was, it was fantastic. I, I, I love the cast ever since celebration, just seeing them. There was just something about Carl Weathers, Gina Carano, and Pedro Pascal at celebration. They were so excited. They yeah. loved it. Like yeah. I remember I was at the star Wars show stage right front row when they were all there and just, you could just see them. They're all smiling ear to ear. They were so happy to be a part of this of this universe so um cory what were some of your highlights from mandalorian documentary episode three well i'll be honest i didn't watch it (laughs) oh there you go okay (laughs) so um but i did see some things on twitter of it i i've been wanting to watch it but i just haven't got i genuinely keep forgetting about it yeah um but i did see that i saw a little snippet of it of um pedro pascal uh using a pillow as baby yoda Oh, and yeah, talking yeah. into the into the mic for his ADR. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Um, and just beyond that, the cast always seems so genuine. Mm-hmm. Like Pedro and Gina and Carl and all of them, like they all just seem so down to earth and so cool. Yeah. Um, so I hope hopefully one day we can meet them at a celebration because they hopefully. are they, yeah, they're really cool. Yeah. I met Gina at celebration. You and, did, uh, that's right. I had a picture with her and she was she was really nice about it. And uh uh, but I would love to meet Pedro and, and Carl as well. Hopefully, you know, they'll probably be at celebrations in the future, promoting Mandalorian season two and season three and so on. So, but yeah, no, uh, I love the episode, Corey. You need to check it out as soon as possible because uh, it's so fun to see their um, their camaraderie they have. It's kind of like the directors. They have so much love. They all have so much love for each other. And, you know, seeing all the behind the scenes stuff is cool, but I just love the part of the documentary where they're all in like just around the table around table just talking and john favreau interrupts all the time but if you get past that (laughs) you know it's fine but it's it's nice as i'll see them just be just having a good time talking about their experience on set uh and dude i just real quick just to say what you like i noticed that the Deborah Chow. There was a moment, I think, in the last episode where John was talking so much, and Deborah still was trying to talk over him, and she wouldn't stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's like John talks way too much. Love John. I think I'm so happy he's there, but brother, let let other people speak. You know what I mean? Like, you know. But uh, no, but this episode was fun. It, there's there's a lot of really cool behind the scenes, uh, you know, moments that you get to see and stuff like that. And uh, there's a great moment at the round table where they all just kind of nerd out about how good Carl Weathers is, how great of an actor he is. They, 
Gina was telling a story about how they were all on set and um, Gina was off the side and John told her, Hey, come over here to the monitors because Carl Weathers was having a, like a, like a, a moment, like a, where he was, you know, was acting uh, in a scene and it was like a lot of, a lot of grief carga in the scene. And she was like, yeah. and John told her, Hey, what, watch him because this guy is a superstar this guy is a master of the craft and they all just just talked about for like five minutes how amazing he is and he's just sitting there the whole time like oh my gosh okay guys i get it thank you uh and it's just it's just awesome to see them just be able to gush about each other and they're all they all have kind things to say about each other because they are they're all so talented you know and and gina i love cara dune and you know when 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 she was cast, when Gina Carano was cast in in The Mandalorian, uh, I was like, okay, interesting. Uh, I like I, I I like her. You know, she was a good fighter, and she was in Deadpool. Uh, and I remember in yeah. Deadpool, she had like no lines. Yeah. And when she did have a line, it wasn't great. It, it wasn't. But the thing is, I think that was kind of on purpose just because of the nature of what Deadpool is. It's right. supposed to be like stereotypical superhero tropes and a superhero in, 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 in like a superhero trope is like, just like saying like goofy one liners yeah, and stuff right. like that. The villain being all weird. So I, and she was like the villain sidekick in that movie. And so I, I, I had some hesitation, but after watching season one, uh, not only did she do a great job, she killed it and she made Cara doing like one of my favorite characters in star Wars. So uh, I love, love Gina. Love, she does an amazing job. And um, so does, so does Pedro and so does Carl Weathers and everybody else in the cast. And you really get to see them talk about their process in this episode. And it was great. Uh, and so definitely watch it very soon, Corey. I hope we get a um, episode, maybe season three or four, where it's a backstory of, of Cara Dune Cara, and seeing yeah. like how she was in the rebellion and all that. Yeah. And that'd be really sick. Yeah, I think that would be too. Uh, I just don't know if that's going to be a thing and they're going to do in this show, man. I don't. Yeah. Because it's called the Mandalorian. It's not called the Mandalorian and friends. You know what I mean? It's right. like, it's like we got a little bit of even, even man, the Mandalorian, even Din Djarin's backstory was kind of like, they did it in a way where it doesn't feel like, Oh, look, here's them telling us his story. It's like, remember how every time he's getting like more of a suit made, they would kind of cut back to that scene of him as a kid. And like by the end of the series, we got to see exactly what happened. Um, so I don't, I couldn't see them just being like, yeah, now we're just going to have an episode where we learn more about Cara Dune's backstory. I would right. love it. I hope they do it, but I, I don't see that happening. I think um, it depends on where they want to go with the show. If they want to start incorporating the side characters to be, you know, cause like as like an ensemble cast, yeah. but it doesn't really seem like, I mean, with Cara uh, not really being with them or with Mando at the end of season or season one, it just kind of yeah. makes me wonder how big of a role she'll have in season two. I, th- I hope it's big. Yeah. Because one thing I didn't – here's one thing I wasn't a huge fan of in in season one was how – I don't know. It was how Gina didn't show up to, like, episode four. Yeah, and I agree. It, it, like, she wasn't there to, like, episode four, and then she even went away after that, uh, like, episode f- – episode five i don't think she, she wasn't in, in episode five was yeah she? she didn't come back till seven yes yeah, i don't I, I want more yeah she should have been in the she, more i agree i was bummed to not have her more in the in you know in the series so you know hopefully we get more of her i hope she's in most of the episodes in season two um and you know grief cargo as well i think i think them three 
I think they need to be in most of the episodes. Like they're the big three of this series. Yeah, so, the, I 100% agree. And yep. so I'm hoping. And one thing I loved season one of Mandalorian, but I really, I would have enjoyed if the the episodes were more. I don't know, like they, they kind of blended together better. Uh, yeah, like, like the first three episodes do pretty well, and then like season not season four, episode four. You know, he meets Kara and they go do the thing for that village. And then it's like, oh, episode five, we're going to Tatooine. And then, oh, episode yeah. six, we're going to his old friend's place where he because he needs a, that, to do that job for them. And, yeah. and, 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 and like, it was like, that was, it was like episode six specifically. I like that episode, but it just feels so out of place in the middle of the season. Yeah, I'll be honest. Five and six are pretty pointless. I mean, you yeah. can take five and six out of the whole season. Mm-hmm. And you you wouldn't be confused, you yeah, know, yeah. and and like I'm sure it's set up for those characters in six to come back. But honestly, yeah. dude, like I actually really liked it on my initial watch of it. But then after watching like repeat viewings, I'm like, eh, eh what episode okay. six? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I, I've I've seen it twice, and I I on the first time I watched it, I was like, that was a, that was a fun episode. But then but then I remember when I watched it, I was like, okay, so. Okay, I'm ready to get this going. That's that was how I was. Like I was, I was ready to get the story to progress more. And luckily, yeah. with seven, it did. We, she, he met up with met up back with Kara and Grief Karga, and they the seven and eight obviously kind of finish out the season with them. And and I, but I was just I remember sitting down to watch episode six, not knowing what it was about, and I was like wondering. I was like, when is Gina going to come back and stuff like that? Yeah. So I, I hope, you know, I hope they. I don't mind having those episodes, but maybe stick to like one. You know what I mean? Yeah, and and also, also I I hope that the episode lengths are longer. I think it should feel yes. more like an actual, almost HBO production. Yeah, like yeah. I love how the shows like Game of Thrones and Westworld are always one hour. Like yeah. each episode is usually one hour long, and it gives you everything you need in the story. Now, I don't think Westworld season three is good, but the first two seasons, you I think it's 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 actually awful um it's it's not like i thought a lot of people love this season it's oh dude please yeah it's so bad it's so bad <laughs> and it sucks because because my boy aaron paul's in it man i love yeah. that guy like i would yeah. love for him to be in star wars and they totally wasted his his potential in that mm. show but um my point is they're consistently an hour and they tell enough of the story that it's 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 an you feel like you get what you know the what it's worth and right. so i feel like mando should be that consistency i think when they one of the episodes like 26 minutes i'm like no 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 yeah no. yeah i agree with you on that 100 percent. they were far too short i was like yeah. look man these i get it they don't have to do an hour because the reason hbo and westworld do hour-long episodes is because they have hour-long time slots to fill in their yeah. programming and I, they don't really have to do that since they're on a streaming service. But at least, I, I don't think... At least episode, 45 minutes. I was about 40, to say, 45. every episode should be at least 45 minutes. Yeah. Um, because, you know, you can have more time. I don't, I don't know why they don't want to do that. Uh, you have more time with the characters and getting to flesh out more ideas that you have in these episodes. Yeah. I, I think episode six, the one we were just talking about, 
it could have benefited from a little more time. I don't know how long that episode is, but actually, I, mean, I think episode six was the second longest. It was like oh. forty-four minutes. Oh, was it? Mm-hmm. Oh, then, okay, well that's fine. But I think episode two was really short, right? Episode two, episode one and two could have been combined for sure. Yeah, yeah. And so yeah. I don't know. I, I'm with you. I don't. Maybe not an hour. Like that might be asking for too much. But yeah, at least yeah. forty-five minutes. Um, yeah. I mean, they also said that Disney Plus allows them to have a runtime of whatever they want. So um well that makes sense because uh you know you know yeah it makes sense because there's no time slot to fill you know what i mean like so if they wanted to go an hour and a half i mean that's like a full-on movie almost but i i would love that i mean if 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 every episode of the mandalorian was like an hour and a half can you imagine how dope that would be (laughs) dude that'd be incredible but the thing is all i'm asking for is like 45 minutes yeah no no shorter than 40 like because that's yeah that's just come on man that's lame but i agree anyway hopefully they uh you know and, and, but going back to the before we move on to the next topic going back to how i hope there's not just episodes that are just like one-off stories you know i hope i do think though that with all these these casting announcements and all these characters being announced to show up i think that there is going to be some of those like i think the ahsoka episode will be something like episode five of season one yeah uh you know what i mean and like there's there's gonna be a lot of i feel like there's gonna be a lot of those uh actually i don't think anything can get i don't think chapter listen (laughs) i i here we go yeah go off king (laughs) (laughs) i i don't I, i genuinely can't compare anything to chapter five just because nothing happened in that episode that was even relevant. I mean, there, I know the comments, you guys are going to be like, oh, well, yeah, but you heard the jingle jingle of the guy walking yeah. up to Fennec Sean, but like, you could do that anywhere. So right, right. I, I think Ahsoka's inclusion is going to be good. I, I think they're going to do it justice. Oh, yeah, um, I agree. I, to I agree. be honest, I lost track of what you were saying like halfway through about chapter five, so I'm not really sure what you no, said No, I was just it. saying Sorry. like, no, no, I was just saying that like, you know, the Ahsoka episode we we've talked about this but we, we know that she's only going to be in the episode one she's only going to be in one episode um so that will be a that episode with her and sabine uh and rex or whoever will be a one one-off episode well, oh, okay. like chapter five saying. and six. Oh, okay. okay so yeah. you know and the, but the thing is that's a little different because it's ahsoka you know what i mean it's ahsoka yeah, showing it's up. likable it's not, characters exactly we're not gonna show up and toro calican is gonna be sitting where han solo wants to sit and be like yeah hey dude. partner i'm all you so got egregious. now sorry steel but man come on <laughs> it's so egregious. but um you know he's he's bad he's really bad and apparently he's gonna get the guy who played him uh what's his name again i don't care <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna get he's he's they're being they're eyeing him to play uh kirk in some kirk star and, trek yeah show. Mm. which if I, all the star trek fans and all the star wars fans are like take him take him take honestly him. please yes yeah take him. yeah 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 uh, but so you know we'll see season two obviously very excited um we'll see how it goes and with all that being said i love season one um i just wish the episodes were a little longer and uh they were more kind of on track with one main story yeah but they did talk about they wanted they wanted them to be like an old kind of like an old sixties Western show where there would just be episodes where it's like an anthology episode kind of thing where they'd go off and not anthology, but like a one-off where they would go and they would go on, there'd be a beginning, middle and end. And that was it. And the next episode they're back to normal. And I know that's kind of something they wanted to do. Okay guys. Well, we're on the last topic here and we thought, you know, it's slow news week. So I was trying to think of something fun we could do. 
And so what we're going to do is we're going to play a game where we say, okay, what if we had to recast all three trilogies as if they were being made today? And so we're going to recast the big three in each trilogy as if the, those films were being made in present day. Uh, so, Corey, yeah. I figured how we're going to do this. We'll just go original trilogy, prequel trilogy, sequel trilogy. Okay? Okay. Uh, so yeah. we'll start out, and then we'll just go. I'll give my three, and then you give your – actually, you give your three, and then I'll give my three, okay? Yeah, sounds good, buddy. All right. So you go first with original okay. trilogy. Okay. So I thought – long and hard about this okay and i'm gonna be completely honest about this yeah i could not think of anybody to replace like i can't dude i, I have for the prequels but i ha i could not conceive yeah like the only person i thought of for the original trilogy and it's only based on solo uh, is having uh alden Ehrenreich play cool. han solo right and uh, in, in the original trilogy i also thought I think Amelia Clark is a fantastic actress. Yeah. And I think that, well, this is for the prequel trilogy, but I think um, in terms of like Leia and Luke, you know, the, one of the things that came to mind was, I know people have said this before of like imagining Aaron Paul as Luke Skywalker, because mm. he actually did. I remember him doing a table read with uh, like a bunch yeah. of different actors yeah, I remember that. Yeah. and he played Luke. Mm -hmm. And so I could totally see that. But as far as Leia, dude, I, I genuinely... I, I, I can't even think of anyone other than Carrie Fisher bringing yeah. that character to life, you know? Yeah. No, I totally understand that. I ran into that too. So that's why like even my choices, my choice for Leia specifically, I was like, uh, I don't know, but I just, I the actress I picked, I genuinely really like her a lot. And so I was like, maybe she could do something, but I, I it's hard to picture anybody else as Carrie Fisher. Yeah. So I totally understand it. Uh, but my original trilogy recast uh, as Luke, I have Ty Sheridan who hmm, plays yeah. have you seen ready player one yeah so he plays he's like the main guy he plays the main character yeah he's yeah, cool yeah. he's he's really cool really talented young actor i think he's still like i think he's like 23 or 24 yeah so he's still he's still really young um and i think he could pull off the luke and start off as like the little farm boy and then by return of the jedi kind of be that you know strong force user yeah you know like really mature character um, so I think Ty Sheridan would be a good choice for Luke. Uh, for Leia, I have uh, Haley Steinfeld. Uh, oh, okay. I, I like Haley Steinfeld a lot. I think she's talented. I think she, she's she was nominated for an Oscar when she was fourteen. Uh, yeah, she's it's a great and she, movie, True Grit. Oh yeah, and uh, Edge of Seventeen this is also another performance where she's great. So I think she, I think, I think she'd be a good choice. And obviously, like you said, it's hard to imagine anybody else but Carrie. Um, but Haley Steinfeld is my choice for Leia. And for Han, I have Chadwick Boseman. Uh, Ch Chadwick Boseman okay. is a guy who I think... Oh, damn. Yeah, no, he is. He could pull off badass so well. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's been... In, and he's such a... And that's the thing about him. He's so good. Uh, like, 42, when he played Jackie Robinson, he was just amazing. Get on up. Uh, he was great in that. And also, he's obviously great as Black Panther. Uh, and he's, he's, he's one of the most talented young actors today. And I just know he could pull off that cool old, you know, kind of Western, you know, cowboyish, you know, vibe that Han has and also yeah. kind of bring a new twist to it. Uh, and I think, I think it'd be, I think he'd be great. Uh, and all right, that's my original trilogy. Corey, give me your okay. prequel trilogy. All right. So for the prequels, I would straight up give Anakin to Matt Lanner because I think he's kind of proven in the Clone Wars that he has, and I've seen him in other things too, right? Um, where his acting chops are really good. 
Mm-hmm. So I could totally see him as Anakin and okay. be a, a lot more commanding. Mm-hmm. Um, as for Padme, I thought Amelia Clark could could oh, pull yeah. off a, a pretty solid Padme. I agree. Um, that's something I definitely would want to see. Uh, and as far as Obi Wan goes, man, he's another one. Like Carrie Fisher, I can't imagine anyone not mm-hmm. like. For, I can't think of anyone in Obi Wan's yeah. role. Like I tried, <laughs> I yeah. looked it, but I I don't know. Yeah. No, I, I like that. I also, I, I really, I, I think Matt Lanter, I, that's an interesting choice for sure. Yeah. I don't know if I would 100% agree, but Amelia, yeah. Amelia Clark is Padme. I'd like that a lot. Uh, mine is Anakin. And when I was thinking about the original, um, the original casting process for Anakin back in, yeah. t- in, in 2000. Oh, I know who you're going to say. Yeah. Uh, well, the thing is, maybe you do. If you do, actually, I'll be surprised. Not surprised, but I'll be like, oh, damn, you did. Uh, the thing is, the way I looked at it was, so the hot young actors at the time were all kind of vying for that role. And yeah. someone who was really young at the time and was this close to getting the role was Leonardo DiCaprio. It yep. was between him and Hayden Christensen. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not giving it to Leo because he's- Oh, damn, I thought I yeah. got you. <laughs> I think it's Leo, Leo's like 45 years old right now. Like he could not, I'm thinking Anakin- Attack of the Clones. You know what I mean? That's where we're starting yeah. him at. And so I'm going with kind of the modern day Timothy Chalamet, someone who modern day Leonardo DiCaprio, and it is Timothy Chalamet. Uh, he's 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 such a good young actor. He's basically playing a version of Luke right now in Dune uh, that comes out this this December. And I mean, he is just, I mean, he's probably the best actor in his twenties right now, you know, the best, one of the best young actors. So typically, and he has, you know, he, he could do that dark and brooding kind of thing. And his hair right. is long and black and, you know, it, it would, it, it would work for sure. Obi-Wan, I had Jude Law. Um, Jude Law is, he's, he's a, that's another guy who he's amazing. He's an amazing actor. Jude uh, Law he, is really good. Yeah. He might be a little too old, um, you know, right now, because but the thing is, is he could pull off the, this, he could pull off the charm that Obi-Wan has and also right. be a dominating, commanding presence on screen. So I think Jude Law would be great as Obi-Wan. And then Padme, Alicia Vikander. Um, she is... Oh, you know, wow. She was, you know, she's on the Tomb Raider. She was, yeah. That movie's okay, but she was, she was good in it. Uh, and also Ex Machina, uh, if she played the, the robot in Ex Machina. So she's another one. She's, she's fan. Like, I truly tried to go for t- straight talent like a lot of yeah. talent on yeah, this yeah. list. And she's, she's very talented. And, and also she's, you know, I think I could see her. She's one of the main ones on this list because it's hard to picture any of these people. It's hard to picture any of these actors playing those roles that we already know. Um, but she's the one mm-hmm. I was like, I could really actually see that. Um, yeah. All right, Corey, give me your sequel trilogy. I'm really interested to hear this. Okay. One. So for Ray, it's actually somebody you mentioned earlier. I think Haley Steinfeld would rock yeah. it as Ray. I almost um, did that. I almost did. Yeah. That. Uh, and it's interesting because uh, last year I thought, like I was thinking of who could play a live action Ahsoka in the Clone Wars era. And I think Haley Steinfeld would be the choice. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, I, yeah. I, I think that would be so cool. Have Rosario Dawson play her, an older Ahsoka, and have Haley Steinfeld play uh, younger Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, if we're talking sequel trilogy, she could definitely do Ray. And then for Finn, uh, I'm going to butcher his last name, but Daniel Kalua. I think that's how you say it, right? Yeah. Damn, I just give you a heart attack because we've yeah. got the same people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, dude, he, he is a phenomenal actor. I, I hope that this the camera or the recording caught your reaction to that. <laughs> I, hope, I, th- I hope so, too. <laughs> uh, yeah, that guy has 
some amazing acting chops. Um, obviously, yeah. Get Out is a phenomenal film. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for Poe Dameron, uh, I kind of I went around a couple of different names, but I couldn't really land on anyone in particular. So to be honest, I didn't. It's like there's always one that I can't right. think of in put particular. Your, put your finger on, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I feel you. I'm not too sure with Poe. Yeah, you know, Poe was a hard one, but let's go. And so, I my, feel like anyone could play Poe. That's the yeah, thing. that's the thing. Poe is yeah. not Oscar Isaac is an amazing talent. I'm so happy yeah. to play Poe. But Poe is kind of a character that most people could probably play pretty well. But uh, my sequel trilogy casting for Ray is actually, I think, my favorite recasting and at all of these. Um, I have Naomi Scott playing Ray, who okay. Naomi Scott was in Aladdin. She played the what's the what's her name in Aladdin? What's the what's his the princess's name? Um, Jasmine. 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 Princess Jasmine. Dude, honestly, that's a great pick. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah. And she yes. also was in thing is she was in that and think she's really talented. She's also in that Power Rangers movie from 2017 that nobody went to see, but I saw it and I actually really liked it. I thought and I thought she was great in it as a, as like a bad you know she really got to show off the way she'd be able to do fight scenes and stuff like that and so like really i love daisy obviously it's hard to imagine anybody else but naomi would be a great pick for ray if she's daisy she's underrated way oh, underrated for definitely uh and then for my finn i have daniel kalua uh he's like you said i mean he's amazing uh get out he was in that movie widows and if the movie in that movie kind of bombed pretty hard uh, that movie is is pretty good, and there's this scene in that movie where not that Finn is a scary character, but just showing off his acting chops, he yeah. is a he is frightening in that movie, uh, and and so he and obviously Get Out is he's amazing in that, and uh, I believe he got nominated for an Oscar for that movie. So uh, I think as Finn, I obviously love John, did a great job as Finn, but I think Daniel, but you know also Daniel, but with his talent, I'd hope they would make you know. Let let Finn do more if Daniel was playing him, um, but also for Poe I have Dev Patel. He is another guy who is a insanely talented actor. Uh, and so good, been nominated yeah. multiple times. Uh, he, most recently for Lion, which was 2016, I believe, and it was a great movie. Uh, and he's just so good, and he's one of the best best working actors right now. So him as Poe. Uh, would be really cool. That gave me the idea of maybe Riz Ahmed even. Uh, Riz Ahmed, yeah. yeah. But, you know, he's yeah. Bodhi, but he's still Bodhi good work. Good work. Cargo yeah. pilot. Cargo pilot. I love when, I love how Saga goes. Bodhi, so, Rook, awesome. Cargo pilot. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. <laughs> Spot on, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, guys, that's our list uh, for our Star Wars recast. Uh, and what do you guys think of our list? Let us know down in the comments below. Interesting yeah, let us know your show. list. Uh, what? Uh, let us know your list in the comments. Oh yeah, like, no. I, I'm actually very curious what people yeah, would, would do. Me too. Me too. I, I, if y'all if y'all want to put the time and effort into it, I'd love to hear what y'all have to say. And if we like it, we'll make sure we give it a little heart so more people see it there at the top of the comments. But uh, that wraps up today's show. Uh, if you enjoyed the video, please leave a like and subscribe. Helps us out a lot. Let's us know that you like what we're doing over here. Uh, and Corey, where can they follow you on Twitter and Instagram and all those places? You guys can follow me at Corey underscore Wolfpack as well as at KR Transmissions and here on Kessel Run Transmissions where we just like to spread positivity and enjoy of the things we love and we're mm-hmm. going to be posting just stuff we love talking about. And so we got some more Star Wars content coming up as usual every week with Kessel Run Radio. And we also have Avatar The Last Airbender reactions going right now. And just, uh, yeah, I mean, if there's anything you guys want to see in particular, let us know.
Yep, 100%. And uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Outlaw Noah and on Instagram at The Outlaw Noah. And uh, guys, other than that, thank y'all so much for watching, and we'll see you later. May the force be with you. <laughs>